Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Collective Social Network Live. We're talking to grassroots candidates running for office uh, in races across the nation. Today, we are here with David Alcorta, who's running for state representative in Texas House District 50. David, thank you for being on with us. Uh, thank you so much for making time to speak with me. I always love speaking with people about the campaign and the work that we're doing. Awesome. Well, you know, we've just been learning about your campaign. You know, uh, uh, here at the Collective Social people have been doing research and diving into, uh, you know, candidates that, you know, need a little bit more support. We see that you've been super supportive of the striking workers across the nation and trying to get your district involved. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your race and what made you feel like this was the time to jump into uh, local politics for in, in Texas? Absolutely. So uh, I'm running in Texas House District 50, and it's a House district, and in, in, it's in the state legislature. So I'd be going to Austin uh, in the capital there. And uh, House District 50, I'll give you a real quick background about the district. It's a very working class, uh, multicultural district, um, incredibly ethnically diverse. Um, it's about 38% uh, Latino, uh, about 20% African American, and uh, uh, so it, it, it's it's a very uh, it's a majority minority district, and it's also a working class district as well. So uh, median household income is just over fifty thousand dollars a year. Um, so it's very much a working district. And the reason I wanted to run is I have a background working in the service industry. I worked for over five years in the service industry during high school and college, and sometime afterwards as well. And I always that experience and my life experiences in general always left me with a desire to to fight for things that would actually benefit working people uh, in the state of Texas and in my community. Um, those policies being things such as passing a minimum wage of at least fifteen dollars an hour, uh, paid sick leave, paid uh, uh, paid family leave. All these things are things that workers in Texas do not have any guarantee of. There are no state laws of paid leave of any kind. Our minimum wage is still the federal minimum wage of $7.25 an hour and $2.13 for uh, tipped uh, earners, tipped workers. Um, so uh, I thought it was very important that uh, having a working class district like HD50 uh, it's very important that someone is going to run in this district and fight for these policies that are gonna really benefit the working people of this community and in the community that I live in today. So that is the motivation. And as far as why I decided now is the right time, uh, Celia Israel, the current representative of this district, is running for Austin mayor. So it's now an open seat. So I was like, if I'm going to do it, now's the time. So that, that was my motivation. Awesome. Well, it sounds like good things are happening in Texas and not a minute too, you know, too soon. Um, I see that, you know, you highlight the, the fact that it's a right to work state and trying to fight up that uphill battle. Uh, as you mentioned, the working class background, you know, having worked in the service industry, like, you know, thank you for, for stepping up for your know, fellow service workers. You're also supportive of tenants' rights. Um, and uh, how, what, what, you know, um, there's, there seems to be these larger arcs happening across the nation, you know, with the Starbucks workers unionizing across the nation. We see some uh, traction with the Amazon workers, but I'm glad that you really honed in on the narrative of service workers that make up so many of the working class, working um, families that also go to our public schools that are renters, that are dependent on public health care. Um, what, what's... Uh, what is the minutia which you hope to help, uh, you know, and locally using the seat that you're running for right now? Absolutely. And I think uh, that's why it's so important we have more uh, advocates for the working class 
get elected into the state legislature is because the role that the Texas has played recently in in standing against workers. Uh, I will use the example of Austin and San Antonio, both passing paid sick leave in, in recent years. And every time they've done so, the state has uh, overridden them, uh, passing legislation saying that municipalities and counties cannot pass uh, paid sick leave or, or, or any type of paid leave of any kind. So th that is essentially, without reversing those pieces of legislation or repealing them, has left it up to the state to have to do this now. Um, or, of course, the federal government, but I don't believe we can wait on that. So um, I believe that we need to, to do work in the state legislature to make sure that, make this a reality and make sure people, I mean, even now talking more about paid sick leave, um, if it's not obvious at this point during a pandemic of why we need paid sick leave, uh, I don't know whenever, when, it, when it will be. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, using the state legislature, I think the state legislature is one of the great is an area that has not been, I guess, uh, attacked enough and has been pursued enough here in Texas as an avenue to get these pro-worker policies passed, um, mainly because uh, it's just been so heavily dominated by Republicans for so long. Um, people, I guess, aren't hopeful as uh, for the legislature to, to as an as an avenue uh, to do to pass these types of legislation, and I, I completely understand why it, it is a really. It's tough. I mean, there are even Democrats in the state who oppose these policies. So <laughs> it, it, going into legislature, that, that, that presents a huge challenge. And I think uh, now is a great time. Now, what well, we have to, in my opinion, uh, start now uh, going into legislature, uh, electing progressives and, and, and people who, who really uh, prioritize working class uh, policies, pro-worker policies. Um, so yeah, that, that is kind of... Uh, uh, why I think it's important that uh, the state we elect people to the state legislature here in Texas that are going to fight for pro-worker policies. Um, because uh, I'm sure, I don't know if you know, but you probably are, you probably could guess, the state legislature here in Texas is overwhelmingly white. It is of a different generation, and it is of a completely different, uh, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, income bracket. Um, it, Attorneys is, is a big thing here. Real estate agents are huge in, in the state legislature. Ranchers who own giant ranches. And of course, uh, people who come from, I guess you would say, oil legacy families, people who, who uh, whose families run in the fossil fuel industry and who, who um, have an incentive not to, uh, to pursue things such as renewable energy sources. So th that is huge in the state legislature here in Texas. So it's definitely a huge fight we have on our hands here. Definitely sounds like some wired need of working class representation. Um, you know, and someone that really knows what working class families um, are going through and, are, and uh, what they're what they really need. So we're waiting for you here at the Collective Social Network. How can our viewers uh, get involved uh, and help you get elected? Absolutely. Um, I think the best way is just to. I, I'm always a, uh, an advocate for uh, for voters and for for an electorate to be as informed as possible before they make a decision on who they want to support or vote for. Um, so I would always encourage uh, folks to go to uh, our website, which is davidfortexas.org, and you spell out Texas, so davidfortexas.org. And there you'll see a little bit about my background. Uh, I don't really focus too much on the background part. Um, I, there, it, there's a part there, it's enough to get understand where I come from. I really want to focus more on the policy aspect and the policy and the platform page. Um, I'm a very policy-oriented person, so I've put the vast majority of my efforts 
on that page on that website just to flesh out where I stand on these issues. And because I'm going to be a policy motivated uh, 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 state representative if I'm elected. So uh, I just wanted the website to be a reflection of my priorities. Um, so uh, that is where you can go and look at all our my platform and what, what this campaign is doing, as well as donating. Uh, when you go to the website, the top right, if you're on a browser, will be the donate, bu donate button um, to our Act Blue, uh, where you can donate through there. Um, on mobile, it'll just show up at the top of your screen. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find more information about me. I'm also on Twitter as well. You can just Google, uh, just search David Alcord, and I'll be the first one that pops up. Luckily, not a common name, so it's pretty easy to find me. <laughs> <laughs> David, hello. That's Jose Ricardo here. Definitely feel that. Uh, but David, we're reading for you. Um, which, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Awesome. I, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for these questions. Uh, I always enjoy sharing uh, what we're about with this campaign. So I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you.